This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Lay your head down on my shoulder, don't hold it in your hands. Tell me all your troubles and I'll try to understand. I know your heart's still tender and I know that it still hurts. But things can only get better when it seems they can't get any worse. Welcome to the Fighting Stigma Show here on Free FM 89.0 Independent Community Media and also on Raglan Community Radio, Arrow FM, Otago Access Radio and Radio Kidnappers. I'm your host Vanessa and I'm really excited to be talking to you about our part three of our four-part Te Whare Tapawha series. So today we're going to be talking all about Te Whare Tapawha Taha Fano. so all about your social health. So before I get into all that juiciness, I want to have a quick word about our sponsor, Progress to Health. Progress to Health believes in creating communities without barriers, and to achieve that we tailor supports to adults experiencing mental health and or disabilities, based on their goals to encourage recovery, independence and community involvement. Progress to Health has teams that provide peer support, recovery education, workshops, employment preparation and support, including navigation with other services. Service users are allocated a community support facilitator on referral depending on their goals to mental recovery and achievement. We have offices in Hamilton, Tokoroa and New Plymouth. So if that sounds like something you or someone you know might be interested in and you are in the Waikato DHB region, Taranaki or Taupo, um, then have a listen to this ad I'm about to play um, for Progress South and get in touch with us. At Progress to Health, we provide a range of support for those who have experienced mental illness. People who have dealt with mental illness and associated disabilities are supported holistically to maximise their potential. We want to empower your journey to recovery. Check out our website, www.progresstohealth.org.nz or call us free on 0800 77 57 57. Don't worry if you missed any of those contact details for Progress to Health. I do play that ad again at the end of the show, so stick around and you'll be able to grab all the contact details for Progress to Health so you can make reach out if you think that sounds like some support that would work for yourself or for someone else you know. So I'm just going to do a quick synopsis about Te Whare Tapawha. So if you're joining Fighting Sigma for the first time and you haven't heard the first two shows in this series, uh, I'll, you'll be able to know what Whare Sorry, you'll know what Te Whare Tapawha is all about. So Te Whare Tapawha was developed by a leading Māori health advocate, Sir Mason Jury, in 1984. The model describes health and well-being as being a whareinoi, or a meeting house with four walls. These walls represent Taha Wairoa, your spiritual well-being, Taha Henenaro, your mental and emotional well-being, Taha Tinana, physical well-being, and Taha Fano, or family and social well-being. So our connection to the whenua land forms the foundation, which is like kind of your ancestry, your where you are in the world, your, yeah, so how how you're connected to the land, how you're connected to the world. 
So all of these things, when all of these things are in balance, we thrive. And when one or more of these things are out of balance, our well-being is impacted. And it's I love the whole concept of Tifari Tapafa because it's so easy to visualize. And it's so easy to visualize why if one of your um, walls of your house or your fari is not doing so well, like say you physically break a bone, uh, your physical well-being, your taha tinana, will be kind of impacted, right? It won't be so strong. And that puts a strain on the other wall, so your other parts of your well-being. And we all know that when you have physical well-being issues, it quite often affects our mental and emotional well-being. And it definitely can affect our social well-being, like how much time we can spend with others, how well we feel to be able to actually interact with other people. So it's, it's I really love Te Whare Tapafa as a model for helping us work out how to look after ourselves and make a real difference and working out what parts of ourselves we need to look after if things aren't going so great. So I'm going to have a talk today all about Taha Fano. So it's all about your social and family well-being. Now, obviously Fano means family and in, in te reo, but with Taha Fano, it's not just about your blood relations. It's not just about your immediate family. It's about any social connections. So that could be your family of choice. So if you've got really close friends, you might not have really close family, but you have really close friends. And it could just be actually about your social connections in the community. Like, do you belong to a sports group? Do you belong to a church? Like, what is the social connection that you have? And what are the ones that make a really big difference for you? So Taha Fano is all about who makes you feel you belong, who you care about and who you share your life with. Fano is about extended relationships, not just immediate relatives. It can be your colleagues, your friends, your community and the people you care about. You have a unique place and a role to fulfill in your Fano and in your in society and your community. And your Fano contributes to your well-being and identity. So one of the things that I think is really important to think about when we're looking at taha fano is that sometimes it's about how do we nurture those relationships and what is the relationships, what is the connection, social connections that feed our well-being, that help us feel good. Now, so so often, like in the first two um, first two parts of the series, I talked about Taha Hinenaro, so your mental and emotional well-being, and Taha Tinana, which is your physical well-being. And like those ones, like quite often people are like, oh yeah, I can totally work out what I need to do to look after myself, to look after my physical well-being or my mental and emotional well-being. It's like I need to get enough sleep, I need to listen to some music, I need to take my meds, I need to get some sunshine, I need to have some food. You know, like we can picture some really basic stuff. Taha whanau is when like your social well-being is when it kind of gets a bit murky for some people, especially those of us who experience mental health issues, because quite often our social connections, whether it's our family and whanau, whether it's our friends, whether it's our being able to work or not, so having work colleagues, like that connection gets degraded or it's not how it used to be or it's not how we want it to be, whether through um, a, a result of maybe unwellness and kind of our our interactions with people when we're unwell and so people kind of pull away that can definitely happen sometimes it's other people uh, can be quite discriminatory and they're like oh no you have a mental health issue I don't want to know you and they're like no come see me when you're not crazy and so we lose friends and family that way or maybe it's just simply you've got people in life who don't go away they still know you and they still be around you but they're actually really horrible 
So it's actually not looking after your social well-being, your whānau well-being. Like it's what it's doing is actually detrimental to you having connection with them. And so it's really important to know for yourself what what makes a difference in your life, what builds, what strengthens that that cornerstone, that that your well-being for your whānau, right? Your taha whānau, your social connection. Like what does that well-being look like? That wall. Like what builds up that foundation? What makes it really strong? Are you someone who's like me who has loads of really good friends, right? Um, I'm my friends make a joke that I'm a serial best friender. Uh, I'll have someone who I'm really, really close to for two or three years, and like I don't not care about them anymore, but then it kind of life changes and there's a different focus in life or I'm, I move house or something's going on. And there's a new friend who I'm like not not totally, totally new, but it's like the person I spend the majority of time with. And I go through this every sort of three or four years. It's just something that happens. And I have some really, I have the most amazing friends. Like my Taha Fano is super strong. Like I have some very, very supportive, caring, amazing people in my life. And they are definitely the reason I'm still here because several of them really stepped up over and above what you would say for a friend doing. Um, definitely became family and became completely invaluable to my well being. And when I was very unwell, and I still have that. Like I still have people that I can call on. I still have people who make a difference in my life and I hopefully make a difference in their life. It's one of the things I really work towards. But that social connection, you may not be someone who actually wants to have, you know, a dozen really good friends. You don't want to actually, that's not you. And that's completely fine. There is no right or wrong with how your taha whanau looks, right? It needs to be what fits for you and what keeps your taha whanau strong, right? I had a really great discussion with someone one time and he literally had one friend and he was like, he was completely confused at the concept of having more than one friend. Like we had quite an in-depth discussion. It was really amazing because he was like, how can you have, you know, I think at the time it was like six or eight really, really close friends that like, you know, I would, they would be kind of somewhere between friend and best friend, right? Because I don't really have a best friend. I have a multiple best friends, which some people argue with, but I have friends, like it's the it's like the top tier of friend as far as I'm concerned. It's someone who's been there in my life for a really long time and made a huge, huge difference. And he was like, well, I only have one. Why do you need more than that? And I was completely, I was like, yeah, totally understand. It's like, I don't need it, but I have it and I really enjoy it. So I keep it. And he's like, okay. But we talked about what relationship he has with his best friend, who was someone who's known for like 30 years. And he was well, why do I need someone else? And like, he was quite introverted. So he didn't need to spend regular, con have regular contact with his best friend. So like a co phone call or a visit once a week was more than enough, right? He didn't need to be in contact every day. Other people might have that actually, you might be someone who's like me, I need to, <laughs> I both need to have time away from people like I need to have some introverted time and I actually need to have some social gathering time I need to have some connection with people and it's if not every day then it's every other day I I, I can sometimes if I've overloaded my social well-being and uh kind of tanked out my ability to be around people it's like I've, I've used up my abilities as social is how I say it I realize I need to, what I need to go is go back and actually have some time alone. And that can be a really big part of looking after your tahafano, right? It could be actually having alone time. If you're someone who's not an extrovert, you don't gain strength by being around a lot of people. 
then you're actually part of your well-being for Taha Fano and your social connection is like actually your social well-being is actually having alone time, like being not being social. And that's really, really important to be aware of, right? Is that you have to look after you however you work. So some of the things that really work for people looking after their social well-being is really looking at what makes you happy, what gives you what energizes you? What makes you feel like you can get up in the day? What makes you look forward to the future, right? So is it having friends and family that you're really close to that you have lots of social gatherings with? Is it having one person that you're in contact with every now and then? Is it having really great colleagues at work that you who know everything about you? Is it about having really clear boundary lines between who you're really close to and who you're just aware of and you're polite to? Is it about like that you have a regular standing date with friends that you go to the movies or do you have, do you belong to a sports club or a hobby club where every Saturday you go and do soccer or volleyball or you go to a role playing club or you belong to a car club or what is the thing that makes a difference? Because quite often what happens that when people start talking about the things that they kind of think maybe they do to to build up and strengthen their taha whanau and their social well-being is that they're actually, they're like, oh, but it fits in other categories, the tifari tapafa. That is really common. That's totally perfect because that is so often what happens. And I know I've talked about this in the first two parts of the series, but I want to reiterate it again here, is that there are quite often things when you talk about they build up my taha whanau, but they also build up your taha henerado, your mental and emotional well-being, right? And it's like, that's actually, or your taha tinana, your physical well-being. Maybe it's you really like going hiking. You have a friend or some, a family member who you like going hiking with and you really, really enjoy it. So there's the physical stuff, right? But also you feel really good. Like it just makes your heart sing. You just feel great, right? Helps your emotions. But actually you're being out and you're talking to someone. And so it actually can, any one action can fit in a lot of different spaces. Now, the thing that's really, really important, I think, to remember around Taha Fano is that no one has the right idea but you. Now, this is like in everything within uh, Te Whare Tapafa, I always say it's about what works for you, not what someone else tells you you have to do. Unless it's maybe your doctor who's telling you you have to take this medication or you should be doing this. That might be a particular thing that someone else can have an opinion on, but it's someone who you give the authority to have that opinion, right? So with Taha Fano, it's really, really important because there are so many different levels of Fano. There's so many different levels of family, of connection, of what's important to you. Everyone is slightly different. Now, I have a really close relationship with my mum's side of the family. We have multiple gatherings every year where we're like a whole bunch of us will get together anywhere from 15, which is a small gathering, to about 30, um, which is pretty much all of us. And we'll do that at least two, maybe three times a year. Hasn't been quite as frequent because of COVID. We've still managed to do about two a year, but we used to do a bit more than that. We used to do sort of three or four. But that's a lot of people like why do you see them so often (laughs) it's like they're like what don't you just do that once a year for Christmas like why like they it doesn't work for them and I'm like that's completely fine it doesn't have to work for you it works for me and I really like it and I have social gatherings 
I go to a games day where there's anywhere, again, from about sort of, say, 10 people to about 30, 35 people, and we all play board games, and we do it from 2 o'clock in the morning, 2 o'clock in the afternoon to 10 o'clock at night. So it's like good eight hours, and we have dinner together. And that, that's a lot of, for some people, that's just way too many people for way too long a time, right? And that's really important to know for you. You have to be the one who says, this is what works for me. This is what I can do. This is how it's going to work, how, I, how it makes a difference in my social well-being. Because if you don't acknowledge what works, and it's actually okay if you don't know. If you're like, oh, Vanessa, you're saying like I'm supposed to know and I don't know, right? It's, it's okay. It's okay to not know. It's okay to like go explore and say, hey, what are the different ways I can connect with people socially and which ones make me feel good? Which ones make me feel joyous? Which ones make me feel awake? Which makes me want, ones make me feel happy or want to go do that again? Which ones don't leave me feeling tired and drained and just like you want to hide from the world, right? Because that's, that's kind of my barometer of how I work it out. And sometimes what we have to do for our social well-being, our taha fano, is we have to be aware of the times that we push through and we do the social connection when it's tiring, when it's draining, because there is an expectation for it, because we really want to do it, but we don't have the energy for it right now. But we it does make a difference for us being there for the other person. That is actually okay. It is okay for on times to make that choice. But for me, I think it's really important for it to be a conscious choice that you're doing that, right? It's, I was supposed to have uh, the day off today, like it was supposed to be my entire day off. And I chose to not do that. I chose to only have a half day. And the second half of the day, I'm doing a whole lot of driving around and supporting someone who um, has hurt themselves at work and they're not able to do their work. So I'm helping them out to get everything done so that the other team leader could actually go back home because otherwise there was no one else available. They would have had, the other team leader would have had to stay over and then they would have been away from their family. Now that, that really hurt my soul. Like I couldn't handle that. I was like, no, you've been away already for time. I want you to go home to your Fano. I, I'm quite happy to change my time. Like that actually being able to make that adjustment for my actions so that I could help them out actually fed my well-being. Both my whānau well-being because of I really care about my teammates, but also my tahahenenaro, my mental and emotional well-being. Because I just felt like a really good person. I felt nice. Like I wanted to make this difference. And it's something I can do without harming myself. There's no, there's no kind of putting myself off. I get half a day off this morning and I get half a day off tomorrow. That's all there is. That's perfect. That's totally doable. But you have to work out with taha whānau, so your social connection, like your social well-being, what is what we give and what is what we receive and where is the balancing act with that and what is the best for us. Because there will be some people in the world who really, really love volunteering. They love giving a lot of their time. Like they're the ones who always have an open home. They're the ones who are always um, volunteering at school. They're always the ones volunteering at work, like going out into the community and doing things. And you have other people who are like, no, I only have a finite amount of social energy. I do this amount, and it's a small thing. And that's perfect. Both of those are perfect. There is nothing wrong with your social connection looking different to someone else's. And I would go so far as to say it's great that it looks different to someone else's because it's more chance 
that you're choosing it because if actually it looks identical to someone else's, there's more chance that you're copying someone else's because you think you're supposed to. And I'm doing the little like rabbit ears with my fingers because supposed to is definitely, it's a thing that we do to ourselves, shoulds, musts and have tos, right? Where we have that whole kind of all or nothing or black and white thinking where we think actually my social well-being, my social life has to look like someone else's. Everyone else like has either they're working or they're volunteering or they they've got kids or they've got partners or they're doing this. Like you know, we can always say, "Oh, my life doesn't look like that person's," or some societal kind of picture of what it's supposed to look like. But it's so important that you actually just it's embracing you, embracing who you are and what makes a difference to you. What makes your Taha Fano, your social well-being really strong. What are the things you do that really looks after you, right? And being really aware that it might not be the same all year long. So you may be someone who likes playing sports in summer because you like being out in the sunshine, but during winter you kind of actually you're you you play go home stay home, <laughs> which is a saying my friend came up with, which I just love. I'm sure someone else did it another time as well, but I always say that it's my friend who came up with it. But it's that whole idea of like in winter, you go home and you just stay home. You don't go out, right? You're not going out visiting people. You're not going out to movies. You're not doing anything because it's like cold, wet, miserable, and you want to stay home, drink hot chocolate, and be warm, right? But in summer, you're really social. You go out and do stuff. It's okay if your social well-being doesn't look the same all year round. And it is also okay if your social connection looks different between different people, now, I've had this one come up for other people talk to me about, like, I've got two different friends and how do I, like, I want to spend lots of time with friend A, but friend B I only want to see occasionally. And now I feel guilty because, like, actually, like, shouldn't I be wanting to spend time with them equally? No. It's only about what makes you happy and feel good, right? Maybe friend A just really slots into your well-being really, really well. And maybe friend B, you only need a small amount to actually get what you need right? To have that connection. And it's really important to be honest with yourself about what works and doesn't work and work on your boundary setting so that others kind of know what that needs to look like for you. Um, I have a thing when I'm staying overnight with other people, I'm having extended periods of time with them. I actually, my, <laughs> I get quite socially drained quite quickly. Um, I can do about 36 hours but then after that, I actually need, like within that time frame, I actually need a good two hours each day where I have no connection with people. And that's actually a long time. Like if you're staying over at a hotel with someone and you're doing stuff during the day with them, two hours in the evening is most of the evening you're having back at the motel room. Uh, so it can be quite, you have to let, I find you have to let people know. Makes it a lot better saying, I actually need some downtime. I normally have time out where I'm not talking to people. Um, and I literally, I do this at home with my mum. I live with my mum and I literally do this at home. I just go, I'm going to have some downtime and I'll come to my room and I'll do nothing for an hour and a half and then I'll come back out. So you need to know what it is that makes a difference for your social well-being, right? And one of those things sometimes is that talking to other people, that just baseline talking. And sometimes we don't have a friend or family member really close or a colleague, someone we can talk to right now. So you need to reach out to someone else to actually have a chat about whatever's going on so you can get some support. So what I'm going to do on that idea is I'm going to play a series of support lines. So if you're ever in a space where you really need some extra help and you don't have anyone to talk to, you know some numbers to reach out and get some help right now. So grab a pen and paper and write some of these down.
So the first support line that I want to give you is 1737. Now, that's pretty much what it's called, so need to talk. 1737. It's a free call or text service and it's available 24 7, um, so 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So you'll get to talk or text with a trained counsellor and this service is completely free. So if you're feeling anxious or um, run down, depressed, needing to talk to someone, give them a call or give them a text. 1737. The next number I want to give you is the Crisis Assessment Team, or CAT Team, and their number is 0800 50 50 50. So that's assistance for people who are in crisis in the Waikato DHB region. So they're a Crisis Assessment Team, they're part of the Community Mental Health, um, so they are kind of like right up there with when things are going really, really wrong, it's very urgent care is needed um, around mental health. So that number again is 0800 50 50 50. The next number I want to give you is Lifeline. So Lifeline is an amazing service. It's a 24-hour telephone support service available for anyone needing emotional support. So 24-7, 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Now their number is 0800 543-354 and they have trained counsellors and just amazing people that you can have a talk to no matter what time of day it is. The next number I want to give you is the Depression Helpline. Now the Depression Helpline is related to depression.org.nz. Um, you may have seen some of their ads around like the, um, with John Kewen. They have a whole lot of videos on the online service, but this is the phone line service. So Depression Helpline 0800 111 757. Now if you just have someone, you need someone safe to talk to, they're available from 8am in the morning to midnight and they're a really great service, just someone calm and like gentle to talk to about whatever's going on for you. Now the next number I've got for you is not a mental health support line, it's actually the health line. So it's health information service for all the family and it's staffed by registered nurses who will give information and advice. I have used this line, it's for general health, medical, um, medical health, physical health and it's really amazing because sometimes when things are going wrong with your body you don't know what's happening, you're not sure if we need to go the ambulance route or you need to go to the hospital. They're trained nurses, so they will actually ask you a bunch of questions. You can answer them, and they'll let you know what you need to do, and it's a huge relief. So the Healthline number is 0800 611 116, and that's available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. The next number I want to give you is the Suicide Prevention Helpline. Now, this is support, information and resources to people who are at risk of suicide and or the family of family or whanau and friends supporting them. Now, it's available from midday to midnight and their number is 0508 Tōtoko, which is 0508 828 865. Now, the next number I want to give you is the Shine Confidential Helpline. And the Shine Confidential Helpline specialises in domestic violence to help keep people safe from abuse. So their number is 0508744633. And the last number that I want to give you is I want to give you the outline. Now this is a gay and lesbian outline New Zealand. So it's support for people, um, gay and lesbian people, people um, who want to have someone to talk to about whatever's going on around that because quite often we need a bit of extra support and when you're not getting that support that can definitely lead to mental health stuff. So this is a really great line. Um, so the 
outline, their number is 0800 That's all we have time for today, so I hope this has given you a few ideas to how to look after your taha whanau. Meet me again next week on Thursday at midday on Free FM 89.0 for our last part of the Tifari Tapafa series, Taha Wairua, Spiritual Wellbeing. But from us all here, take care. At Progress to Health, we provide a range of support for those who have experienced mental illness. People who have dealt with mental illness and associated disabilities are supported holistically to maximize their potential. We want to empower your journey to recovery. Check out our website, www.progresstohealth.org.nz or call us free on 0800 77 57 For more episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.